Well, praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you, loyal and faithful servants of the Most High God. Those that want to be, those that will be, those that are seeking to be, and those that want to be. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, welcome to stayintohisword.com or stay.intohisword.com. Now, that's properly spelled S-T-A-Y-I-N-N-T-O, his word.com. All one word. You can search for us on Pandora, Deezer, Stetcher, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music. Listen to us on your smart device. Listen to it on, on your smart uh, speaker at home. Or wherever else you can find a podcast. Hallelujah. We try to get the message there. We choose to use the podcast uh, medium or, or way of uh, disseminating this information because we've seen it to be most effective. Most effective. We're trying to reach the masses with the word of God. Okay, well, let us get into the word of God right now. Again, thank you and let us pray. Lord Jesus, we're so thankful today that you saw fit to save us. You saw fit to draw us nigh by your word. You saw fit to bring us a, 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 a spirit of curiosity to want to get to know more about you, more about your word. How can we get out of our dilemmas? How can we get out of our problems? Hallelujah. Through your word, we find a way. Through your word, we find the will through your word we find faith grace love peace joy happiness long suffering meekness kindness gentleness we find it all through your word hallelujah and lord when all else fails we know that your word is going to be there for us. Amen. So let us continue now. Ah, continuing in prayer. Lord, bless this nation with the COVID disease. Heal us. Keep us healthy. Give strength to those that are struggling in, in their health, struggling in their minds, struggling with this pandemic. In Jesus' name, we pray for healing. Amen. Now, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you want your faith increased, listen to the word of God right here. Stay into his because the Bible tells us that faith cometh by hearing. And how can you hear unless you hear it from a preacher? Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, here we go. We're going to continue here on Paul's second journey again. Uh, this is in the book of Acts. We're going to be looking at chapter 18. Hallelujah. Paul's at Corneth or the city of Corneth. The city of Corneth is very interesting. Uh, about five to six, seven, four, four to five centuries before Paul even showed up in Corneth to preach the word. Just a little background on Corneth. It was a very prosperous city. Uh, it was a, a major city of trade. Uh, a lot of the 
the merchant men. Now, those of you that may have a little military experience can probably understand this, but a lot of the merchant merchants on their sea ships would stop off at Corneth and uh, enjoy the pleasures, if you would, of the city, you know, sightseeing, etc., etc. And, and Corneth was a very rich and very powerful city before Paul got there. Then the Romans came in and it got destroyed, but the city got built back up to the, what we mainly know it as of what our small parts of history know it as of today. Still, the same thing. Very popular, very uh, a major place to be, Corneth. And of course, since people lived in Corneth, Paul wrote a letter or two to the church in Corneth to the people called the Corinthians because they were from where? Corneth. So let's pick out a few chapters, a few verses out of the book of Acts chapter 18 just to review uh, about what was happening at Corneth. And uh, maybe when we get to Corinthians, uh, Lord willing, see how we'd be led here. Uh, maybe we can touch on some more stuff that was taking place in Corinthians, how, or in Corneth, I should say. So reading from the book of chapter 18, the book of Acts, remember, we're still talking about action changes things seriously. Hallelujah. Acts, Acts, Action changes things seriously. So reading from the first uh, chapter eight, first verse says, after these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corneth. So there were some certain things that took place in Athens. One of the most notable was that the people was worshiping on Mars Hill and they was worshiping to an unknown God. Well, at that time, Paul took the time to explain to them who this unknown God was. That's in uh, up on Mars Hill. And over there, we also see in chapter 17 that how uh, the, uh, the Bereans were involved there. And we can also see how uh, the Epicureans was involved there. And, the, and so the, we, we have a lot of philosophy going on here in this place of Greek. Because remember, we have the Greek philosophers. You may have heard of them in school. But Paul had to come against them. And this continues on in Corneth. So in verse 2 of chapter 18, we find uh, he's found with certain Jews. Uh, named one, the man, his name is Aquila. And then we have Aquila's wife, which name is Priscilla. And they were tent makers. And Paul buddied up with them. Why? Because he was of the same occupation. So they were all of the same craft, the Bible tells us. And, and, they, and he lived with them. And together, they were tent makers. So here we have the husband. This is important. The husband and wife were in business together as tent makers. And we have Paul. Now, I just said a lot right there. For those of you that have an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit say unto the churches. So the husband and wife were tent makers. And Paul joined with them because they had the same trade. That's very important. Paul also, in this book, in this chapter, uh, he also hung around a lot at the temple, meeting and preaching and praying every Sabbath day, trying to persuade the Jews and the Greeks 
to believe and trust in Jesus. Now, remember where he is. He's in Corneth. They are, they got their own ideas about all these different gods in Corneth. They got their idea about Venus. Uh, off the top of my head, that's the only one I can really remember. But if you do the research, you'll see they have many different deities that they looked up to in Corneth. And the least of the deities that they looked up to was God. They didn't look up to the same God that we looked up to. They looked up to gods that would uh, provide pleasure for their fleshly desires. And Paul came against them. Hallelujah. And so Paul, as he was preaching in corner, he felt a resistance and he felt that something was going to come against him. But God gave him insurance. God gave him encouragement. Now, we talked about that in another message just the other day. God gave him a word of encouragement. God told him in verse 9, Then spake the Lord to Paul in a night vision, Be not afraid, but speak, and hold not thy peace. Verse 10, For I am with thee, and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. Hallelujah. There it is. Go ahead, Paul. Preach the word. This is what Paul told Timothy after being encouraged and after going through what he went through here in Corinth and knowing that God was with him. Paul was given the opportunity by the hand, by the mouth, by the word of God to maintain and preach the word in Corinth. Paul, this is one of the places where he preached the word for the longest time. Hallelujah. Now, this is his second uh, the part two of his first missionary journey. Hallelujah. That I, I divided this up just for your uh, for ease of getting through this. Hallelujah. Uh, it says here in verse 11, and he continued there a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. So here we have God. God told encourage Paul. Be not afraid. There's a lot of people here. Go ahead and preach the word. Hallelujah. He said, hold not thy peace. And I'm here to tell you today that sometimes, a lot of times, I remember preaching on the street corners. Hallelujah. And you get afraid. Hallelujah. People doing rude and obnoxious things, men and women towards you. But hallelujah. Praise God. And that's all because of the word of God. Because the word of God, when you're preaching the word of God, it is a spirit of truth going out because it's the word of God. His word is already anointed. Hallelujah. We just ask to be as a preacher. You just asking God to use you as a vessel of honor as to him, as an oracle of God, as a mouthpiece of God. And oftentimes God will give the preacher the word through the spirit. Now, since you're speaking the word through the spirit to people, whoever, wherever they are, and if their spirit, if it's, the Bible calls it a kindred spirit or a like spirit, hallelujah. Now you got, you got two spirits clashing and this frequently happens and it frequently used to happen as I used to preach on the street, did that for over three years and going out to the prison for over three years, preaching the word of God in the prison or on the street, you will meet resistance. Not that much in the prison. They were happy somebody came just to give them something to do and or so they can get the word of God. But on the streets, 
people had to make a mockery of you, try to make fun of you, demeaning, uh, just treating you really, really bad. So, but Paul had the word of encouragement from God himself. And today we may not hear the voice of God as Paul did, although it's written in red in my Bible, and it should be in yours too, if your Bible provides the words of God in red. Hallelujah. But we can for sure get our encouragement just from reading the word of God and be encouraged and said, if he, if he did it for them, he could definitely do it for me without, without a doubt, without a doubt. Hallelujah. So as we move forward, Paul is on his third missionary journey now here, and he meets this guy called Apollos at this place called Ephesus, another place of strong idolatry. idolatry. Now, I'm not, I can do a study on these cities, but it would behoove you to look into the background of these cities instead of just saying, oh, that's Ephesus, or oh, that's Corinth, oh, that's uh, 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 Rome. We got to look deep into the cities and see what the culture was like, see what their customs was like, to get a real understanding to see what was going on. So, and most of these cities were steep, stoop, deep, deep into idolatry and immorality of, of a higher level than what you've never, ever thought of. Hallelujah. Well, at least I hope you never thought of. So here in verse 24, still chapter 18, we read a certain Jew named Apollos was born in Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures. And he came to Ephesus. So this sounds like somebody who knows the word. This sounds like somebody who can, he's mighty. He can quote scripture left and right. He, he can convince people that Jesus is, that God is God alone and Jesus is the son of God and hallelujah, praise God. He, this man knew it all. He knew a lot, but he only knew the repentance of John. What John preached was that was the repentance that John preached. John the Baptist, he only preached the message of repentance. That was it. Hallelujah. So, and you can read that in verse 25 on chapter 18. But, but, however, when he, when he felt bold enough, which God will give you the boldness to speak the word of God, as long as it is the word of God, he was in the synagogue. He was in the church speaking the word of God boldly. Verse 26 says this, and he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him uh, unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. Hallelujah. So it tells me since he was only, now remember Priscilla and Aquila, they was hanging out with Paul. So I'm, so I'm sure Paul, you know, they, they was doing some Bible studies and they were sharing the word of God. Hallelujah. I remember days of old in the church where we used to fellowship me and some of the other brethren that that we all gone on and we're doing different ministries, some in Northern California, some right here local, some across the states. Hallelujah. We're all doing our own thing for God, whatever it may be. And, and John, John, in, in verse 25, it says that, 
and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. Well, what was the baptism of John? A baptism of repentance. That's all Apollos knew. He didn't know anything about the infilling of the Holy Ghost. So Priscilla and Aquila, especially hanging out with Paul, making tents, seeing the actions and the mighty things that God had used Paul to do, they knew that this guy didn't have it quite right. So Aquila and Priscilla expounded on him that he would be uh, correct in the scriptures. And you can read later on, he winds up uh, baptizing some people, hallelujah, and preaching to them Christ Jesus and him crucified. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, that's quite a bit right there in that chapter 18. We, we could have went further, but I try not to, to overwhelm. I try not to consume your time because as we all know, time is precious. Now I will have those moments. Will I go a little further, an hour plus or 45 minutes or close to an hour? Hallelujah. But remember, praise God, to stay into his word. Because as I always say, if you stay into his word, he'll stay into you. And without God, you can't do anything. And remember, listen, learn, and apply. And God be with you until we meet again. Tell a friend, tell a relative, tell a neighbor, and be sure to share a link with anybody. And remember, like us on Pandora, follow us on Pandora, Deezer, Stetcher. Those are the only ones I could think of off the top of my head once again. Or wherever you find a podcast, type in into his word or stay type in stay dot into his word dot com lord be with you until we meet again god bless